Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Hustle podcast. My name is Lydia Wilmsen and I'm a mindset coach for high achieving entrepreneurs and leaders. In this podcast, I share insights into how you can create a life of freedom, happiness, personal fulfillment, and even more success without the hustle and stress. Have fun and enjoy. Today's topic is how to deal with negative emotions when manifesting your desires. What I often hear is that, yes, mindset is cool, your thoughts are cool, but what is really important is how to deal with the emotions that show up. And I agree, it is super important. It's basically interwoven, like both things. Mental and emotional mastery are interwoven. And I want to clarify a little bit the topic of emotions because, you know, like if you have a desire, you want to manifest something, you want to change something in your job, you want more money, you want some changes in your relationship, whatever it is, usually these topics come with a lot of emotion and not the positive ones. If you want to change something in your life, usually there is some negative emotion attached to it. Otherwise, you would not want to change it. If everything was perfect, there would be no need for you to change things. So what people struggle with then is heavy emotions and they have no clue what to do with them. And I actually did a podcast episode about that. Go back, I think like a year ago or something. Go back and listen. And today I want to bring to you my new, basically awareness, my new knowledge on that topic. And it's basically, yeah, On top of that old topic or on top of that old podcast episode, all my new insights now in this one. And yeah, what happens is that people repress their emotions. Most people have never learned how to deal with their emotions. So what they do is either they are not in control of them. So they are controlled by their emotion. For example, in a depressed state, sadness takes over and you have no way how to deal with that. Or people who have anger outbursts and they just snap at their partner or snap at their boss or at their clients or at their employees or whatever. And basically anger can take you over and you can, be, you can get very fearful of what to do. Like, what can you do to control that anger? And many people try to repress it so badly that it works. Yes, you don't lash out to other people anymore, but it manifests in your body in, a form, in form of diseases, for example. And it's never good to shout at other people, but it's also not good to keep it in because it still does it work there, does its work there. And it also binds a lot of energy. Holding back emotions keeps you stuck in like very low energy because you have to spend a lot of energy to hold this, this emotion in. Like imagine when you're super, super sad and you're trying to not cry. That is so, so difficult. Or the same with anger. If you're extremely angry at someone and you're trying to hold it in, that like it takes so much like force and energy to do that. And this is all the energy that you then cannot use for constructive things, for the things that you actually desire or want to do. Like this energy is bound. It's and it's like piled up in your body almost. So repressing emotions is never the way to go but how to deal with them. And I want to spend some minutes on that topic today. And I have basically a three-step formula for you today on how to 
deal with these negative emotions. And it's super easy. First step is awareness. The second step is affirmations. And the third step is release. And they go together. It's not necessarily one after the other. They all go together. And you will change between the awareness step, the affirmation step, the release step. So what do I mean with all three of them? And when I explain these three steps to you, it will become clear why both is necessary. The topic of mindset and the topic of emotional release, so to say. Mental and emotional work is important. Both of them. So... Awareness. What do I mean with that? Or why is it important? You have to understand that behind emotions are always thoughts. Emotions basically show you what kind of thoughts you're thinking. They are your guide. They show you if you are heading in the right direction. With the right direction, I mean in the direction of fulfilling and creating your desires or away from it. So when you're feeling any negative emotion, you basically know that you're heading away from what you desire. That is, it's basically an indication for you, an indicator for you. And what are some of these emotions? And I want to mention three today. It could be anger, because these are the big ones. Anger, fear, and sadness. Like these are the big ones that I ex at least experience with my clients. Shame as well, but shame, I won't put so much, um, I won't talk so much about shame today. So anger, fear, and sadness, like these three big ones that people struggle the most with, as I already explained, anger outbursts, rage, not knowing what to do, what to do with these huge amounts of anger and rage, then sadness, depression, being like in a funk or even like more horrible, like really in a dark, dark place. And Fear, being extremely fearful of what's going to happen. So these three big ones. You think it's just the emotion. I'm just sad. I'm just angry. No, they are fueled by thoughts. Because you're basically consciousness experiencing itself in human form, in a human body. And emotions are something physical. But what you come from is consciousness. So, what and consciousness expresses itself basically as thought form and energy form. Like thought is what we use here in our human body to navigate. And how we experience it with our senses is through the emotions. But thought basically comes first, so to say. Many people want to discuss this and say like, no, that's not true. It can become very closely tied to each other. But at some point... These emotions, when they are like really strong emotions that you struggle with, were fueled by some experience in your past, usually in, um, usually in your childhood, and you built up trauma responses to certain events where you started to have assumptions about life and about yourself and about other people and reacted in a certain way. So the emotions are basically your reaction to what you started to believe. And we have four trauma responses. It's either the fight, fight response, flight response, freeze response, or fawning response, which is people-pleasing. And they were basically the patterns that built to deal with the situation and deal with the beliefs that you build up about yourself. And now back to the first step, awareness. 
It will be for you, obviously not when you're highly triggered and in one of these responses, like very angry, very agitated, very fearful or sad. It's not necessary the, necessarily the right point then to check what your thoughts are. Usually it's, but it can be. And usually for people, it's easier when they are in a karma space to really dig deeper and see what do I, what do I believe when I'm so sad or when I get so angry? What are my thoughts and assumptions? And sometimes it takes some time to really get clarity on that. It's not like if you knew what was going on, you probably would have already dealt with the emotions and with the thoughts behind that. So for many people, it's very new to actually just dig deeper and see like, what am I believing when I get so angry? So I will give you some thoughts for you to ponder what happens to people, what they could think, or what some of my clients think about myself, uh, about themselves, not about me, about themselves when they are in one of these e emotional outbursts, so to say. And then you can either obviously sign up for coaching with me and then we can do this together, or you just do some reflection on your side and dig deeper. What are the underlying assumptions and beliefs about yourself, about other people, and about the situation at hand when you are in these very emotional times, so to say? That's the first part, that's awareness. For example, anger. It could be that there is a boundary violation and you say or you say something or to yourself or the thought behind is someone did this to me, like you did this to me, or people always do X, Y, Z to me, or like blame energy, victim energy. I am the victim. This always happens to me. People never take me seriously. And a big one, when you're in like an anger fight reaction, you always try to regain control. So underlying thoughts and beliefs can be, I am helpless. I am out of control. I have to regain control. Other people are taking over. Other people are entering my space. Something is being taken from me. I'm in danger. I'm always in danger. I cannot trust other people. Other people hurt me. Person X hurts me. So these are some, of, some examples of what is behind anger. So you think someone did something to you and you just get extremely angry about them. But this over-the-top emotional reaction, because most of the time the situation doesn't, doesn't warrant the emotional reaction that you show. When we are triggered, the emotional reaction is so much bigger than what the situation actually warrants. And then it's really about digging deeper what thoughts get activated here. Behind this emotion, what is behind this emotion? And behind this emotion could even be another emotion. Behind anger could be sadness. Behind anger could be fear. But not always. Sometimes it's just this anger of someone did something to me. And people do this to me. And I am helpless. Or if someone does something to you, I'm not good enough. So what are the beliefs that you have about yourself and about other people and the situation? As I just explained, a thought about yourself would be, I'm unworthy, or I'm not good enough, or I'm in danger. And what you think about other people could be, they always do this to me. They are mean. They are horrible people. This is a thought, a belief that you hold, an assumption that you hold about other people that shapes your reality. Now let's move on to a different emotion. For example, fear. It can also 
do with or with have to do with a feeling of losing control. I am losing control. I am out of, out of control. Someone else has control. Or a very different direction. I will I will be ridiculed. Like if something happens, if this comes out, I will be ridicule, ridiculed. Very often when it's about, you know, having your own business, showing up with your own face, making your own content. In the beginning, when people start with that, very often there is fear of being ridiculed or being made fun of or losing your face, all of that. And again, the big one, I'm not good enough. Or it could be even fear of your life, like survival showing up here, survival fears. I will run out of money. I will end up on the street. I will die. And take these seriously. Like when you think about them, yes, they might sound super strange. And it's like, what the heck? I'm not going to end up on the street. Yes, but part of you has this assumption. And it could be that you saw this in, when growing up. Perhaps someone in your family lost all their money and ended up on the street. Or someone else. Or you watched even just movies. You watched a lot of movies. Like these things influence us all the time. And they can create deep-seated limiting beliefs and then emotional reactions based on that. So never, like always be compassionate with yourself. Never make fun of yourself of like, why the heck do I think this stupid stuff? No, they all come from somewhere and I cannot tell you now where they come from. I do this with my clients that we really go deep and see where these things come from and then change them. And for like for now, for today, I can only give you examples. And then let's take sadness because it's such a big thing. Like mental health issues are on a rise Depression is at an all-time high. It's crazy. So what could be behind that? Something like life is not worthwhile. Life is horrible. All like bad things happen to me all the time. Life is difficult. Life is hard. Or I never get what I want. Nothing good ever happens to me. I'm a failure. So dig deeper, really. Like what is behind the sadness? What are the beliefs? And very often there are many levels to that. Even I still, up to today, find deeper rooted limiting beliefs or slightly different shades of the same belief. And then I know, of course, what to do with it, but it, it shows up still again and again in different shapes and forms, so to say. It's not that you do this once and then you're healed or then you're done. No, this is life. We learn Like we find out what we, what we were programmed with as children, so to say. And then the rest of our lives, we undo these things and we become conscious creators, meaning we start feeding our subconscious, feeding ourselves new affirmations, new assumptions, new beliefs that then based on that, we create our reality instead of these old ones that were imprinted on us through society, through As I said, media, movies, big one, um, family, what they lived and showed to us, but also what they told us, teachers, friends, all of that. This has shaped us and this creates our reality now. And when you start dealing with these emotions now and dig deeper, like becoming aware of what, like what thoughts fuel these emotions, you are ahead big time and you can really literally change your life with that. 
Okay, so now basically you have these thoughts that create certain emotional reactions based on your way how to deal with things. So these trauma reactions or trauma responses that I already gave you, every one of us has different ways of how to deal with things. Some people go into flight mode. They have a lot of, they go into fear responses. Others are fighters. They go and attack and they go and fight. It's like basically anger. Others go into freeze mode. For me, I would say, not for me, but I would say that's a mix between fear and sadness. Freeze, you know, like you're not able to do anything anymore. You freeze and it is fueled by emotions of fear and sadness. And I'm just picking a few here, by the way. And then the fawning response, I would say the fawning response is fueled by, by shame and fear. And sometimes also can be a sadness. Like we know these people who are depressed and didn't want to live anymore. And many of them are very, like on the outside, very happy people. We think everything is perfect with them and they are the ones who end their lives. So I would say sadness is a big one here as well. Okay, that was the first part for you, to sit down and become aware of the thoughts that fuel your emotions. And it can be, can be tricky to, to disentangle that. So take your time with it. Now, the next step is affirm. Affirm for the, for the opposite. So if you have a belief, I am not good enough, repeat. For example, 10 minutes nonstop or throughout the day, whenever you become aware of thinking the opposite, you repeat to yourself, I am enough. I am enough. I am worthy. I am enough. Or if you say, I'm the victim. No, I'm not the victim. I have full control over my life. Or instead of saying I am helpless and I'm out of control, I am in control. I have control over my thoughts. I have control over my life. And keep repeating that. And people never take me seriously. What's the opposite? People take me so seriously. People love what I say. People appreciate my content. And I will be made fun of. No. People will love what I put out there. Nothing good ever happens to me. Amazing things happen to me. Amazing things always happen to me. Life is horrible. Life is beautiful. Life is a blessing. Or I never get what I want. I always get what I want. I deserve everything I want. I deserve everything I desire. I always get whatever I want. And person XYZ does this to me or people always hurt me? No, people love me. People treat me with respect. People treat me with utmost care. So you get the point. You affirm for the opposite of what you now have found out what you're thinking, what your beliefs and assumptions are. And when you are in one of these emotional loops, so you're highly agitated, you're very angry. Instead of putting this on other people and screaming at someone or even hurting someone, go and process this emotion by yourself. Anger. What can you do? You can punch a pillow. You can do air punches, like really release this tension in your body, this anger. You can scream into a pillow. You can press with your whole body, with, the, with your hands and then your whole upper body against the wall. Press the wall against from you with all the force and anger that you have in your body. You can like make um, 
with your face. You can like make certain movements with your face when you're extremely angry. Like do this in an exact like exaggerated way. Express the anger with your face. Every emotion has a different facial expression. You can look them up because <laughs> I cannot, like it's a podcast, I cannot show you, otherwise I would. Every emotion has a different facial expression. You can express this with your face and exaggerate that. So release the anger in a safe way. And I know this from so many men, they punch walls and very, like hurt their hands. Don't do that. Punch a pillow, punch something soft. It's not about hurting yourself here. It's about releasing the energetic and emotional energy or the emotional energy in your body. It's about closing a loop that you were never able to close because what most people do and learned as children was to not express anger in a safe way. So instead of going into the negative, all the shit that is happening to you and all the negative stuff, like I'm not good enough, people hate me, people are, treat me in a mean way, you affirm for the positive, so the opposite, people love me, people treat me with respect, everything always works out for me, whatever it is, like what I just explained in like the first step. So you affirm that, and while you're affirming that, you release the anger in a physical way from your body. And another example, when you're not angry but sad, cry. Don't, don't suppress the crying because it only gets worse. Cry. Again, scream, howl, whatever, into your pillow. You don't have to do this in the open. You can do silent screams. You can do like silent crying if you are somewhere where you don't want to be hurt, for example. Make your body into like a really small package, like hug yourself. Sometimes when you're really sad, you just want to hide, freeze mode or flight mode. You just want to hide. You want to get super, super small. Do that. Make yourself into a tiny package. Hug yourself and cry. And at the same time, affirm. Or if you're really in a sad space, very depressed, just lie in bed as you would do, like people who can't get out in the morning because they are so sad and so depressed. Keep lying there, just hug yourself and again, affirm the opposite of what you are thinking, in, like usually. And a reminder for you, you do not have to believe what you're saying to yourself. It's not about believing what you're saying there. It's about putting the thought out there and start putting more of these thoughts out there, like double them, triple them. So at some point, you will think more in the direction that you want to think, in the direction of your desires, instead of the opposite. And this is when the tipping point happens. Like when, when the thoughts that are towards your desires become more than the thoughts that go against it, this is the tipping point that your, your desire starts manifesting and you start seeing movement, you start seeing things showing up in your reality. It is a numbers game in the end. So the more you repeat the new thoughts, the more you interrupt the old thoughts, the quicker it will happen. So affirm while releasing. That was anger or fear. Again, that was making yourself into a little package, hiding, putting a blanket out over you. All these things that you feel you would like to do, give yourself permission to do that in that moment while you affirm for the positive. That is the key that so many people don't understand. They only do either affirmations but have the, the emotions still stuck in them and that can be so difficult or they release the emotion but they keep thinking the same shit over and over again. 
Both is not helpful. You need to do both. You need to release the emotion and affirm for what you desire. This is key. When you do that, this will be an absolute game changer. And something else you can do um, around fear, but also sadness, it could be that you just need to shake your body, like shake the fear out, like, you know, like just shake your whole body, release this. And there are a lot of videos online that you can find about um, emotional processing, about somatic movement. I just gave you a few examples here. When you work with me, obviously we will check together what is what is your way of, of processing these emotions. And now I can obviously only give you some examples. Shaking is a good one. That always works for me, like shaking everything out. That comes from from the animals. They found this out. That is basically the from Peter Levine. That's the, the first idea where they understood we have to release trauma from the body because an antelope was like, they saw that the antelope, like after it wasn't caught by the lion, like it could could flee. It had a minute or so and where it just started shaking. So the adrenaline, the, the stress was removed from the body through that shaking. And this is how, this is basically what you can use now to release the stress, the fear or whatever it is from your body actively. You don't have to do it like instinctively, like a, an antelope, because you're a human being. So you can actually do it consciously. That's the difference between humans and animals, that we have consciousness, a consciousness that we can think. So you can do it proactively and you can use shaking to release fear, but also anger and other emotions from your body. And another reminder for you, if you are very fearful of your emotions, know when you do this three-step formula that I just gave you, you can use the intensity of your emotions to manifest whatever you want quicker. So it's actually a positive thing if you have a lot of emotion boiled up because you can use the energy. What I said in the very beginning, that there is a lot of pent-up energy that is used to repress emotion at the moment. And when you start releasing that, you can actually use it for your desires. So that is immense power here. So if you are a very angry person, now you can be happy because you can process all this anger in a safe way, as I just explained, while using these huge amounts of energy towards your desires instead of against you and other people. It's amazing. And the same with sadness. So much energy to keep yourself like stuck there. And when you start using that, like if you ever had like a really proper crying session, and I just, I don't mean just tears running down your face. I mean like howling and screaming in intense pain, so to say, like emotional pain. Then you know what kind of power I'm speaking about. Then you know what energy is behind there. Like I had these, I had many of these. And I can tell you after I have cried my eyes out, I'm done for the day. So you know how much how much energy is released there. And when you do this with the affirmations, as I explained, at the same time, then you use this energy. Instead of just being that tired afterwards, you have put this energy to use. It is really, really powerful. Okay, and this is just a, a small intro into the whole world of emotional and mental mastery. So of course, I can only give you examples here. I can only give you a few tidbits here. And if you want to take it further, you can always reach out to me and start working with me either one-to-one -one or with the upcoming, upcoming mastermind, which will be an amazing, amazing container happening in the coming months. Let me summarize. What is the three-step formula? It is creating awareness. 
what is going on? What are the thoughts that fuel my emotions? What are the underlying thoughts that have been programmed into me, like the beliefs that have been programmed into me from early childhood on? The next one, affirmation, affirm for the opposite. Instead of all the negative thoughts that you're having, start affirming for the opposite. You do not have to believe a single one of them. You will most likely start believing them when you start seeing these things showing up. It's kind of crazy. So don't wait for like to believe these things. No, they will start showing up and then you will become a believer then. And the last one, release the emotion through somatic movement as I gave you some examples today. I hope this was helpful. If you have any more questions, reach out to me. If you have like further requests that you want to hear more about a certain emotion, reach out to me and I will do a podcast episode about it. Did you like this podcast episode? Then please share the love. And if you want to connect with me, check out all my links in the show notes and you'll also find more information on my high-level mentoring, Thrive Beyond, where I teach you everything around emotional, mental, energetic and business mastery either in a one-to-one -one setting or in a mastermind setting. Thank you for listening and until the next episode. Much love, Lydia.